Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shir Mandaf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom. We're now on Masachat Shabbat Daf Pei Dalad Amud Bet. Looking at the rest of Mishnah Bet of this, the ninth parak of Shabbat. Continuing on with allusions in various Pesukim and Tanakh to Halachot. I mean, then this area, this one, we've talked about um, the rabbinic status of Tumah Vodazara. We've talked about the status of a boat and its uh, vis-a-vis Tumah. And now we're going to discuss issues of kilayim, of uh, mixed seeds. Minayim Maruga, how do we know that a bed, shisha shisha tfachim, that's six by six tfachim uh, in area. You could plant five different seeds in it. One on each corner. One in the middle. And that's mutar. Shinamar, how do I know? Uh, in Ishayahu, uh, this beautiful vision of the future, just like the land is going to give forth its sprouting, and like a garden, its seeds will sprout. The plural of Zeruaha, and we go from there. We'll see the, uh, the, uh, expounding in a minute. My mashma, Here we go. Totsi chad, one. Tzimcha, it's, it's sprout, that's two. Hare tre. Zeru eha is plural, so another two. Tre haarba. Tatsmiach will sprout chad, so there's chamisha, there you get five. Kimlu Rabbanan, and the Rabbanan had a tradition, they knew, the chamsha beshita lo If you have five sets of seeds within six tfachim, of a bed, they will not nurture from each other ground, each other's ground. So where do they get that from? Miltahi. How do we know that their tradition is something worth relying on? So we have an interesting midrash. You're not allowed to seize the border that was set by the earlier ones. What does that mean? Any of the border that was set down by the early ones, you can't overcome. So my Gavlu Rishonim, what does that mean? Who are the Rishonim? That's interesting. In the description of the land of Edom, uh, that uh, the people who settled there and then were dispossessed by Edom, by Esav's people, B'nai Seir are called Yoshvei Haaretz. That's a strange thing. Everybody else live in the sky, that they live on the ground. They knew how, they knew agriculture instinctively. This area should, you should put olives. This one should be grapes. It should be figs. And they're also called chori. They would smell the land, they knew it was there. And they were also called chivi. They're not really called chivi, there's other called chivi. They would taste the earth like a snake. That they became so wealthy from their property, they were like nobles because they understood agriculture. The idea is that there was some ancient tradition about the way that things work in the ground that was passed down, and the Rabbanon had that tradition, and they knew that within a bed of six by six tfachim, five different seeds could grow and not nurture from each other, thus alleviating the problem of kilayim. This is kilay zra'im. Now, Amravasi, Aruga Tochashisha, Chutzmigvuleha. It has to be six tvachim by six tvachim besides the border going around. Tanyamiachov, right to supports that. Aruga Tochashisha, Gvuleha Bachama. So the inside is six. How much of a border? 
The width has to be like the width of a foot, which is about a tefach. When describe Mitzrayim, we say you would irrigate it with your foot. So So the boundary is the size of a foot, which is a tefach wide, typically. Okay, he said, Rav says, this entire halacha in our Mishnah is an aruga bechurva. An aruga bechurva means it's an aruga in an empty area where there is, uh, where there's no other arugot. Out in the middle of nowhere. And that way, the, the seeds that are on the border of the aruga are not nurturing or affecting anything else. There's nothing nearby. So if that's the case, then there are the sides. Remember, we got seeds on the corners. What about the sides in between the corners? You should be able to plant more there. We're talking about a case where they filled the sides, which means from the, let's say, uh, northwest corner, they filled in the north side. And from the uh, northeast corner, they filled the east side, etc. So that you really have like four sides almost filled with little space between them. So why don't you just plant outside if it's empty? and not to fill it up on the inside, and you can get more. They, the answer is, because we're then afraid that you're going to fill in the corners if you do that, and then you'll really be overlapping. But we know that a Rosh Tor, which means when something juts into another field, it's Mutar. If you have such a thing jutting into another field, Mutar, it looks like the end of somebody else's field. The answer is, in the one vegetable bed, you don't have a Rosh Tor. A Rosh Tor, when you have a whole field going, and let's say a bunch of uh, barley planted, and goes into a leek field. So then it looks like a Rosh Tor. Shmuel disagrees with the Rav. says, Aruga min arugot shaninu. Aramishnah is talking about an Aruga among other Arugot. But how come they don't get mixed? The answer is, when they start growing up, you bend these this way, and these that way, so that they really don't Get uh, nurtured from each other. Okay, Amar Ula, Balmarav, and Eretz Yisrael, they asked the following question. Hifkia Telemachad, big machlok, we're showing him how to read this. We'll read it like Rashi. Alpnekulamahu, which means if you took the seeds from one of the corners of this bed and you then drew it across the whole thing, then what? Does it affect all of them? Or they are sure of Sheshit, bite your boovi, tell it tashura. This mixture messes up the entire bed and can't, the rest of the bed can't be planted. Now, Samar, any Roman tell tashura, doesn't mess it up. If you plant two rows of cucumbers, then next to it, two rows of gourds, and then two rows of beans, mutar. But if each one was one row, asur. Alright? So it should be that, that, uh, this thing coming across should be asur. Like Rav Sheshet. The answer is, because in the case of those things, there are the hairs on top that mix together. That's why one row each is asur. Okay, if you want to fill your entire garden with all sorts of different kind of vegetables, what you do is you make a bed six by six, and you encircle five circles, it seems like inside, Big machlok, we showed him how to read this, and you've probably got lots of diagrams in front of you showing different opinions. You could fill each corner with whatever you want. What about the space in between the circles that has to be empty? So you can't really fill it. 
Rabbi Yonah Machriv Ben Abinayim. You're right. You leave it fallow. Rashi Ruin Shti So on Erev. He says, I got a simpler solution. If one thing is planted lengthwise, plant the one next to it widthwise. Erev Zoran Shti or vice versa. We have a rule in Kilain that if you have vegetables grown, you have to leave six tfachim to the next vegetable. We imagine it to be like a rectangle with all the pieces in, in, in there. And then our comment is it's only if it's rectangular that it's mutar. But if you've uh, got these circles next to each other, it's asur. So the answer is The reason for that Tavlam Rubad was to allow if a if one triangular piece from that jutted out to an, to another area would be mutar. But that doesn't mean that these circles are asur. Okay, we're gonna pick it up with the next Mishnah. It's really two Mishnah together uh that are going to open up the door to a phenomenal uh, several podcasts worth of material on Matan Torah, the very famous Agadot about Matan Torah, but it will begin with a sugya HaPoleta Tshichot So we'll deal with the Halachic sugya HaPoleta Tshichot in the next podcast. The next two after that will deal with the Agadot of Matan Torah, which will take us to our final podcast in this parak. In the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.